Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 37 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And they still say I'm Sarah. <laughs> and this, oh, <laughs> I'll never get over it. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Emily and Paul Dewey. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Today we will be discussing chapter 14. Is that a bell? Sure. 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 All right. Of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Cornelius Fudge. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to dive into the details. Before we begin, let's go to Megan for all your social media needs. Hey. I've got all the social media dibs here. <laughs> you can find us on all social media channels, Swish and Flick Podcast on Facebook, or Swish Flick Cast on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Make sure that you join our Facebook group for discussion as well. Um, the community grows every single day, and it still is mind-blowing to me how awesome everybody is on there, so thank you. Also, make sure that you head on over to our YouTube and subscribe. Not only do all of our podcasts go up there, um, but we also have weekly vlogs. So follow us on our crazy Potterfield adventures. Subscribe, like, share, and comment. Um, you can also join us on Patreon for exclusive access to the Felix Files, a Google Hangout session, and you can even be a guest on the Felix Files. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash swishflickcast and choose your support level. Shout out and huge thank you to all of our current patrons. You make this podcast possible with your support. Thanks, patrons. You guys we are love awesome. You. Mm-hmm. No, y'all suck. <laughs> <laughs> that was not really Sarah. That was, what is it? What's your name backwards? Yeah. Yellamo. Parents. Oh, is just kidding. Time. We genuinely appreciate you guys listening and all that fun stuff. It's true. Is it time? Mm-hmm. 
No. The the, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I thought you were going to do your little rap, and I was like, no, not yet. I still have to do my news. <laughs> no, not yet. Um, okay. So, Weekly Oh, profit. wait, hold on. What? If you wanted to record my face, you could get out your phone. <laughs> the ro- 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 I will. I'll be ready. All right. Um, so, our Weekly Profit this week, there was an announcement that the Warner Brothers Studio Tour is doing a special Gobble to Fire exhibit. And, of course, it's ending right before Katie and I get there. Of course. <laughs> But it's going through, like, I think the end of September, and they have special items from the Goblet of Fire that are there that you can see. I know some of them, actually, we did see at the Celebration of Harry Potter. Like, they're having the portkey boot, um, they're having the omnoculars, some of the design stuff from the Triwizard Tournament, which is all stuff that we got to see at the Celebration Weekend, which is really fun. Oh, like, and the Goblet of Fire, right? Ooh. Um, important that one but they're also gonna have like the prefix bathroom taps and they're like all yeah. rainbow colored and like water's yeah, coming I out saw of that them picture. and that looks really pretty uh and let's see what else are they gonna have oh they're actually gonna have like the age line with fred and george's like costumes <laughs> from or whenever yeah <laughs> for whenever they uh they aged extra after they got kicked out from the age line when they tried to enter um when they aged extra well they did (laughs) (laughs) and then also in the miniature scale of hogwarts that they have all the time they're having the bobaton carriage oh what will be like flying over hogwarts that's cool yeah so i'm kind of bummed that we're missing it but at least we got to see some of this stuff in florida so it makes up for it and if you want to see it Hop on over to the studio tour until the end of September and oh. take pictures and share them on our page. And I want to see them. I was going to say our YouTube channel. <laughs> that works too. What? The stuff you <laughs> already saw. Yeah, we saw it. Oh, yeah. If you want to go see the stuff we did see, you can head over to YouTube. Meg's like, yeah, in hop her... on over to London. <laughs> in her defense, she worked all day. <laughs> it's 730. Yeah, for real. <laughs> We're not going to be the sharpest uh, tools in the shed today, guys. Sorry. And we should say, like, if we do sound a little bit different, that's because we're doing this via Skype. Um, schedules just didn't really work out to record yeah. together. So, yeah. And if I, Katie, sound extra different, you know, extra dulcet low tone, got a cold. Sorry. Sad. It's okay. All right. I see your anticipation. <laughs> what I time see the is wanting. It? Sarah backed up. We know it's getting real. It's the recap. <laughs> oh, she did it like half off camera for us, man. No, no, I got it. I okay, got it. okay. <laughs> All right, recap. So Harry found a washed-up diary in Myrtle's bathroom, and he later discovers it was much more than just a plain old diary. And after a pretty terrible Valentine's Day, thanks to Lockhart, the diary spills the beans on the chamber's secrets. Tom Riddle takes Harry back 50 years, and Harry discovers Hagrid opened the Chamber of Secrets. Blasphemy. Oh, no. That's a lie. We don't know that. Yeah, we do. This Mm, podcast is full of them spoilers. Alright, so Harry tells Ron and Hermione what he found out from the book, well, the diary, and before they know it, it's the morning of the Hufflepuff versus Gryffindor match. Harry hears the voice again on his way to get his gear, and just as the match is about to start, McGonagall cancels it. 
what? There's been <laughs> there's been another attack. <laughs> Hermione has been petrified, so Harry and Ron um, go to see Hagrid. While they are there, they witness a few official things, and it ends with a howl. Oh, woo! That's not a good howl, but oh. Your summaries are just getting spicier and spicier as time goes on. I love it. I make people howl, so. Oh! Howla! It's a a howla. Florence has arrived. Here she is. Or did she ever leave? Nah. Say it. But Florence is always here. All right, so we start our chapter um, with a little recap of the history of Hagrid. A little what? Because <sighs> <laughs> you don't have to a do r- it. R- 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 recap. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Good one, Katie. Thank you. Um, because Hagrid, I mean, this is only book two. Here comes Sarah. Go, just say it. He's the bow.com. <laughs> Hagrid is the man. He owns that website. Probably does. HagridTheBomb.com <laughs> um, He doesn't have a good track record with creatures that we know of. And this is only book two. We have to remember that they're saying this and it's book two. Yeah, just wait. <laughs> oh! We just kept saying two. Oh, okay. <laughs> because we have Norberta. Mm-hmm. Or Norbert, for those who don't know that she's actually female. She's a lady! A lady! And Fluffy. I just had to say one thing about Norbert. Uh, Go ahead. Dragon looks like a lady. <laughs> <laughs> She's full of it. And that. that is the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we are like not even barely in and it's already new. You're welcome. Oh, jeez. Um, and the trio knows that Hagrid um, would probably want to find this poor little creature. Let it stretch out because it's been cooped up for too long, you guys. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. not let this creature out? Megan would agree. She's a Slytherin. She says, let him go. Hagrid's yeah. not a Slytherin. Let it go. Said Megan. Let it I know, go. But like, what does it have to do Can't with Megan being it a back anymore. Let, let it go. Let it go. out of the chain. As Megan just goes in her cell. Slam the chamber door. (laughs) (laughs) What's happening? So, you know what? I don't know. It's Disney. It's Harry Potter. It's all one. This is our life. It's not true, but yeah. It's not true, but sometimes it is in this basement. And at their house. (laughs) So, if you can only imagine a 13-year-old Hagrid trying to fit a leash and a collar around this monster. Picture it, friends. I'm picturing it, and it's amazing. I don't think all monsters need leashes. And you, we know, don't we know that it's an arachnid, or do we not know that yet? No. We don't know that yet. Mm. Mm. Oh, wait, no. No, we don't. No, wait, do we? we no, we don't. We know that Harry saw what it was that Hagrid had, but he never said, like, what it was. I mean, but you'd be dumb not to know something that has eight legs and a bunch of little eyeballs. I'm just what saying this is Harry we're talking about. <laughs> Not the sharpest tool in the shed. Yeah. So Harry has some feelings of regret about finding out how the diary works. Um, because in this case, I feel like ignorance is kind of bliss. Because he doesn't want to have these types of thoughts and feelings about someone that he 
cares about so much, which I totally get it. If I yeah. found out yeah. that Fozzie Bear opened the Chamber of Secrets, <laughs> I'd be like devastated, right? He'd be like, I'm just looking for snacks. Um, Hermione and Ron keep making him recount the events of what was happening in the diary. Um, but it's like the same circular conversation over and over again. So I just wanted to, sorry. to read. You're fine. I just wanted to read a little bit from the chapter about their conversation. So it says, Riddle might have got the wrong person, said Hermione. Maybe it was some other monster that was attacking people. How many monsters do you think this place can hold? <laughs> Asked Ron dully. We always knew Hagrid had been expelled, said Harry miserably. And the attacks must have stopped after Hagrid was kicked out. Otherwise, Riddle wouldn't have got his award. Ron tried a different tact. Riddle does sound like Percy, who asked him to squeal on Hagrid anyway. But the monster had killed someone, Ron, said Hermione. And Riddle was going to go back to some muggle orphanage if they closed Hogwarts, said Harry. I don't blame him for wanting to stay here. There's a connection. Mm-hmm. You met Hagrid down Nocturne Alley, didn't you, Harry? He was buying flesh-eating slug repellent, said Harry quickly. And all three of them fell silent. And after a long pause, Hermione voiced the naughtiest question in all, all in a hesitant voice. Do you think we should go ask Hagrid all about it? Or about it all, whatever. That's all his name. Okay. <laughs> so, she suggests this. And... Ron has a really great quote. He says, that'd be a cheerful visit, said Ron. Hello, Hagrid, tell us. Have you been setting anything mad and hairy loose in the castle lately? (laughs) And that's a really great quote. And um, there's a movieism that Hagrid hears them say, hears him say it. Yeah. Not talking about me, are you? I know. (laughs) No. It was really, it worked really well for the movie, I think. Yeah, Yeah, I I did. I like that movieism. Even though, you know, it doesn't really happen, but. Um, so weeks continue to go by without any attacks. Four months, actually, since Justin and nearly headless Nick were attacked. Where's, so, where's Bell Duty? Four. Come on over there. Thank you. Oh. We did time. It's like we're in love. <laughs> people know that. No. I think they already know. I was feeding you popcorn on Instagram live earlier. That's an alternative fact. <laughs> uh, so Peeves has gotten in bored with singing Potter You Rotter. And I said how sad he needs a new song. So Beverly. Beverly, <laughs> Beverly write us write a new us, song. I need you to write us a song that's for like, these four months of a, of a bored Peeves. That's like the scariest assignment we've given her yet. That's just total freedom thing is is like i feel like it's gonna be so good oh it always is never disappoints she could write crap on a piece of paper and i would think it was gold she's just great she's amazing she really is yeah megan yeah (laughs) (laughs) so um and ernie has started to be nice to harry in herbology ernie ernie i just thought that was a good note to make um, so by the time that March rolled around, the Mandrakes had thrown a raucous party in Greenhouse 3. <laughs> and 
We know that the mandrakes are getting frisky, which means that they're getting ready to cure the petrified people. I love that about mandrakes. They're like, we know they're mature and they're trying to get into each other's pots. I think (laughs) that they are some of the coolest creatures that I need to know more about because the fact that they get frisky is amazing. But are they creatures or are they plants? I don't know. Where's our book? Both? Yeah. Because if you think yeah. about it, do they die of old age and then they cut them up and slaughter or do they slaughter them in their prime? We asked this last time and I don't think we, I think we said that we thought that they chopped them up in the prime. Yeah. <laughs> the prime and alive. In the heat of their moment. Oh God. <laughs> right People before you're getting you. <laughs> I don't think we have that book down here right now. What the fuck are you looking Fantastic for? Fantastic Beast. No, we don't. Oh. Um, I don't know. Wah, it's wah. To... I think they're beasts. I don't. I think they're. Look it up. Google it. I'll Google. Google it. Okay. So, um, the Easter holidays are upon us in the book, but also last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the happy belated Easter, y'all. In that cool little thing that Katie made, right? Katie, you made that graphic. I did. Awesome. Thank you. Um. So the second years are having to choose their classes for their third year <laughs> which means that we're getting very very close to prisoner of Azkaban. yeah and so hermione was taking this task very seriously as we know for the following year and she was pouring over the class lists harry says that he wants to drop potions i said yeah right can anybody actually drop potions I don't think so. No. I don't think so either. That's like super you cool. You have no, to keep all of your core classes, it says in the chapter. Yeah, yeah. so that's one of those, like, you have to learn regardless. You I know, think you that you to... can drop it in six sixth year. year. Yeah. If you Why don't get to any WTs. Go? If you don't need it for what you're going for. Yeah. I feel like everybody needs potions, though. But like, but what like... if you want to be like a divination teacher? You just need to, like, look at a crystal ball and... <laughs> Like, think of, um, like, in high school, I only needed three math credits, so I didn't have to take it my my senior year. Yeah. Or science. Not take it? No, I did not. (laughs) I didn't take math or science senior year. Yeah. I took math, science, and language all four years. I didn't do art. See, that's what I loaded up my senior year with. Yeah, my senior year, I took, like, three art classes. Like, we had to take fishing every, every year. It was I awesome. Had, I had a year of Spanish my freshman year. I took three lit years of French. I did four years of math, four years of science. But I enjoy science and math. Yeah, I don't know what y'all were doing. I had to take, like, everything. But I was... I went to public school. <laughs> oh, no one left. Okay. All right. <laughs> Ron, Ron wants to dish defense against the dark arts, and I put... You shouldn't. You're going to need it. <laughs> Honestly. You don't want to drop Defense Against the Dark Arts because next year you're going to have the best teacher ever. Mm-hmm. 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 Not Hagrid, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but he never hey. taught Defense Against the Dark Arts, so it's you can't compare Tiffany. him. She's the world's best teacher. Aww. So my bad. heart. Oh, my gosh. Is it because we're sitting so close? Sure. <laughs> we're usually across the table. Yeah. It's unusual to do this so close it a, to a person in BDU. Yeah. 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 We've sat closer, though. Probably. Um, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> Let's talk Harry Potter. Let's talk about Potter. Okay. So Ron has a really great, great. <laughs> what is my life, guys? Uh, a really great quote um, 
he says, or Hermione is talking about defense against the dark arts. And she says, but that's very important, said Hermione, shocked. Not the way Lockhart teaches it, said Ron. <laughs> I haven't learned anything from him except to not set pixies loose. <laughs> Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it? How would it come in handy? Maybe you have an upcoming international trip. Maybe you want to connect with family and friends. Learn about a new culture. Want to understand certain pop culture things. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. And guess what? It's available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 language, languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. These are just some of the examples of languages that you can learn. Fast language ac acquisition. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in so many ways. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's designed for long-term retention, and it's got built-in true accent features to give you feedback on your pronunciation. It's kind of like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also really convenient, and I'm really excited that there's an app. There's an app option, and you could also use it on your desktop. It's got an audio companion, and it's the ability to download lessons so you can do this offline. And it's at an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and languages needed in life. That's a lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone has to offer for 50% off. It's a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Swish and Flick listeners will get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Today. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> Ain't but, that the truth? Yeah. In his defense, that's completely true. I forgot he was the teacher this year because I haven't actually didn't read. I only read the section I needed to read. She's a busy bee. Um... 
so Neville was receiving many letters of advice from his family members about what classes to choose, and this only confused him. And so he kept seeking out help from other people, like asking them if they think classes sound difficult or not. I think he was talking about ancient runes. Poor Neville. And he's like, do you think this sounds hard? <laughs> people are like, well, I don't know. Um, Dean Thomas chose a different tactic. He closed his eyes and poked the paper with his wand to help him choose which classes to take. I probably would have done the same thing. That <laughs> yeah, sounds familiar. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hermione chose everything. Of Hello. course. Time Turner. Mm-hmm. Spoiler. Mm, major. Major spoiler. <laughs> and Harry thought grimly of what the Dursley would say if he asked <laughs> them for advice. But Percy, the man that he is, was eager to give advice. Shocking, no? But I don't understand why he gives this advice. He was, like, talking up divination. Yeah, why? Maybe that's the only place he's really good at. Do you have it right off the cuff here? Because I don't, I mean, I guess I could look at that. So he says, it's never too early to think about the future, so I'd recommend divination. But, like, what? Maybe he thinks that they're gonna like learn about their future. That sounds like such a politician answer. Oh my god, you're Hello. right. You know, consider the source. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He says that Muggle studies is a soft option. Hello, you hate your dad. I want to hear though, like from people with divination. I guess we get more into it when they're actually in the class, like tea reading and st- leave. Well, I would like stuff. to see someone who's consistent. Like we know that yeah. she's a true seer, but her seeing is like specific towards like one thing. Well, no, don't don't you remember? There's that. Um, I don't know if it's a Greek myth or if it's um, a Roman myth about Sybil, about like her her great grandmother, her ancestor. Is was here? cursed and said, like, oh. your, your um, descendants, like, you'll have a descendant that, like, she can read, like, she is a seer, but, like, nobody will believe her because most of it, you know what I mean? She doesn't, <gasps> so people might not yeah. trust what she's. I don't know that. Find it. That's really cool. That is really cool. Um. So he kind of brings up Arthur, his dad saying that he has to deal with muggle business all the time, but, like, I don't think Percy respects what Arthur does at all. No. So that, I mean, I don't know. But then he brings up, like, Charlie and how he's more of an outdoor type, so care of magical creatures meant something, like, good for him. And then he says, play to your strengths, Harry. Does fake Moody say that, too, as far as the um, task? Yeah, I think so. I think so, yeah. Okay. I was just wondering, because I was like, I remember somebody saying that to him as well. So, obviously, same as Goblet of Fire, Harry thought, well, I'm only good at Quidditch. And so, he just ends up choosing the same subjects as Ron. <laughs> that sounds like something that I, I wonder do. if that is, like, a little bit of foreshadowing for Goblet, though, you know? Like, oh, yeah. I'm only good at Quidditch. Yeah. I mean, she's she's done more with less, so. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It it wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, But also, like, I'm very much about, like, learning. Like, if I could go to school for forever and not have to pay for it, I would (laughs) because I love school. But I would if I I didn't have to do homework. Like, I love learning. (laughs) I like sitting there in a classroom and, like, 
I love history classes. Like, I love mm. sitting there and learning about it and reading about it. But writing papers gives me such anxiety that, like, yeah. do you need to know that I actually remember this stuff? Like, I, but I genuinely like sitting there and learning. Yeah. I no, I get Don't it. give me work to do. But, like, I also love taking classes with people that I, like, enjoy being around. Yeah. So, like, I would totally I'm better at, I'm better with groups, classes. like, doing, sitting there and doing work with, like, my friends and stuff. Like, because yeah. it's better. I learn better that way if I'm, like, helping someone learn if they're, you know what I mean, sitting there quizzing each other and doing stuff I learned better that way yeah 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 <clears throat> so would you guys choose the same classes as friends probably yeah probably but I might actually like I mean I don't know if I would have picked everything that Ron and Harry picked like I think I may have wanted to do ancient runes I think I would have yeah. been really interested in muggle studies just to see it from like the wizarding perspective yeah yeah like, this I is mean, how a light bulb works. <laughs> yeah, and, like, how do Basically they explain that? Yeah. Oh, man. Muggles can do so much more than we give them credit for. Mm-hmm. They have their own magic. That's right. And Brains. so... Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Brains. Um. So the next Quidditch match was Hufflepuff versus Gryffindor. Katie, you're going down. Bring it. Going down, down, and another around. I never know all the words to that song. It's a really fun jazzercise. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm not sorry. Okay, so Wood once practices every single night because obviously he's Oliver Wood after dinners. So now only the only time that Harry has is Quidditch and homework. That's it. That's all he's got. And. Harry was feeling really good about Gryffindor's prospects for winning the Quidditch Cup. But this was some very short-lived cheer because Neville found him and was frantic. Dun, dun. <laughs> I found out who it's about. Oh, let's interject about uh, this. Uh, Trelawney. What is it? Yeah. So I don't know if the theory is that they're related or if they're just similar. We're in Greek... Uh, mythology Cassandra of Troy um, was according to one story the god Apollo gave her the gift of foretelling the future and then tried to sleep with her but she rejected him and to punish her he cursed her so that no one would ever believe her prophecies that's rude Um, and another version of it is Cassandra initially consented to sleeping with the god in exchange for the ability to foresee the future only to break her promise after she received the gift after being cursed she was met with disbelief by her family and by the Trojans um, so she like for was able to foretell the future, but nobody believed her. So she said she was gonna sleep with them, and then did it, and then gave well, her the gift, and then and then she didn't sleep with them, or she did sleep with them. She did not. Both times, I think she rejected him. Well, good. But it's it sounds like gross. she foretold that her um that Paris, her brother, would bring about a war that would destroy their city mm. if he went to Sparta. Her brother did not believe her, and upon his return from Sparta, um, with. Menelaus's wife mm-hmm. Helen. Yep, yep, yep. Um, she, Cassandra attacked her for the pain that was about to be caused. She also foretold that Troy would fall. Troy would fall by a clever machination of the Greeks, the Trojan horse, in mm-hmm. which they would hide. Her fellow citizens did not listen to her words, thus causing the end of the city. Yep, yep. So craziness. Yep. She was taken by Agamemnon. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, I love all of this. I'm gonna yeah. get. See, this is I why love I should Greek go mythology. to school. Even some more. But for, like, stuff that doesn't apply to being a first-grade teacher. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Megan! So, 
Harry was off at Quidditch practice, and then he came back to Neville being quite frantic uh, because their dorm got broken into, basically. Uh, he's, Harry, I don't know who did it. I just found, and then he was, like, so scared. He pushed the door open, and all of the contents of Harry's Harry's trunk were thrown everywhere. His cloak was ripped on the floor. The bedclothes had been pulled off. Yeah, so when it said cloak, I was like, what? Oh, thinking it was the invisibility cloak. Yeah, thank God it wasn't that. Um, I don't think him and Ginny would have ended up getting married. Can't forgive a broken invisibility cloak, honestly. The bedclothes had been pulled off of his four-poster, and the drawer had been pulled out of his bedside cabinet. The contents strewn over the mattress. I love that it, it's called bedclothes. I know that's so cute. Yeah, not jammies. No, 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 no. Like, like that's, that's like sheets. the sheets. That's like the sheet and like the like for your bed. No. Bed yeah. I think yeah. That's what I thought. Really? Because it says the bedclothes had been pulled off his four-poster. I want to know if that's it. it. British friends. All of our foreign friends and listeners sheets and blankets. Oh, it is sheets and blankets. That's so cute. cute. Sorry, I'm American. Your bed has clothes. (laughs) So Ron noticed that all the pockets of Harry's robes had been turned out, which they assumed meant someone had been looking for something. Um, Harry realized then what was missing. And it was Riddle's diary. <gasps> Bye, Hermione. Also, wait a minute. This is like this is foreshadowed a little bit, like with how girls can go into mm-hmm. the boys' dormitory without being yeah. detected. Yeah. Yes. Um. So Hermione looks the most like upset or confused about this news because she's like, "Oh my gosh, that means only a Gryffindor could have stolen it." Dun dun dun. Yeah. So, that's pretty crazy. I mean, we already know who it is, but, like, can you imagine being like, oh, this has to do with Slytherins, and then you're like, wait, somebody just stole the diary, and it had to be a Gryffindor. Yeah. So. That's kind of, like, super creepy. Yeah. Because, I'd be, like, like only, scared. Only the trio really, well, aside from Ginny, because you can't really count her, but, like, only the trio really knows, like, what that kind, they, they don't know exactly what it is, but they, like, know what it entails, Mm-hmm. And it just, like, how freaked out, like, would you be? Yeah. Ugh. So, the next day, after losing the diary, was the Quidditch match against Hufflepuff. Woo! <laughs> and Harry's not in a good mood, which he never seems to be in a good mood <laughs> on Quidditch game days. He's <laughs> nervous. Listen, yeah. Harry's got lots of troubles in his life, okay? Oh, does he? Yeah, a little bit. All right. Uh, and he, all he kept thinking about was, is this is the thief sitting with us at breakfast? Like, who stole it? Um, and Hermione kept telling him to report it, but he's like, uh, do I really want to explain that to somebody? Like, what this diary is and all that kind of stuff. So, um... And also, like, how many people even knew about Hagrid, and, like, what if they found out, and he just didn't want to go down that path. And I don't blame him for that. I probably wouldn't either report it. Um, So then, as they were leaving the Great Hall, Harry, Harry hears the voice again. Uh Uh-oh. That's my, uh... I thought, I thought you were legit gonna say, kill the 
despair. <laughs> Let me rip tear. All right, but anyway, Hermione clapped a hand to her forehead immediately as soon as Harry brought up hearing the voice again and was like, Harry, I think I've just understood something. I've got to go to the library. And fun little fact, this quote that Ron says, um, when in doubt, go to the library. That yeah. so there's this like foundation that the Harry Potter Alliance start. Well, it's the Harry Potter Alliance, and they have a store, and they have that on a T-shirt, and I love that T-shirt because they do this thing where they like collect books every year for like book drives, and I just think that it's like so cool to have been reading the book, and I've been, and then I was like, oh my god, that quote from Harry Potter Alliance. I don't know. I side it. note. Anyway. So Harry's like, um, what the heck could she have understood from me saying that? And Ron's like, who knows? Like, just let her do her thing, basically. <laughs> and they just forget about it and then go to the match. But Harry, so was, he was trying to listen for the voice, but didn't hear it again after that. And then just, like, went down to the pitch for the game. Yeah. Didn't the castle get too loud? Like, everybody. Yeah, everybody's, like, hustling that. and bustling to go down to the pitch. So he was like, oh, forget it. I'm not going to hear it. You guys- honestly honestly out of like like who else could be a parcel mouth you know what i mean like i know it's a rare gift but like how many are there really well how many students are at hogwarts in a given year not that many so probably not that he might have been the only one i wonder there might if you took the entire wizarding population there might have been a couple jay or joe how many parcel tongues (laughs) mouths or in one generation. I just want to know. In the wizarding world right now, at this very moment, what's the population and how many out of the population are mouth- parcel? I bet it's Could like speak two. To, I almost said speak to tongues. Could he speak to snakes after the, um, see? So maybe nobody. Who knows? I just think. Maybe a- what's her face is his daughter could. What? What's her name? Voldemort's daughter? Delphi. Oh, Delphi. Probably. I mean, how many how many people in the riddle line could? I mean, what's his face? Uh, oh yeah, all three of the gaunts could. Yeah, the gaunts. Yeah, I bet you she could. Cursed child too. You're right. Speaking of snakes. Speaking of snakes. <laughs> <laughs> so Harry's about to mount his broom, and then that second McGonagall comes marching over with an enormous purple. Thank you. Megaphone. And the match was canceled. And obviously, Oliver is devastated. Why is she using a megaphone? I was going to ask the exact same question. Yeah, can't she use that sonorous? I bet you she's just, like, so frazzled right now because, like, somebody from her house just got petrified. Isn't that technology, though? Or no? No, because I bet you it was just, like, you know, like, the ones that cheerleaders use that are, like, literally just a round thing. Like, there's no... Yeah, I was a cheerleader. Uh, Well, then you should Was it just a round thing? (laughs) Not, like, the ones that... I mean, it naturally projects your voice. Yeah. Like, just the shape. Were you using it because you're a naturally loud person? No, I don't need a megaphone. But I actually earned the megaphone award for cheerleading because I'm a loud mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Your friend and I talked about being a cheerleader. (laughs) He was in love with me. 
So, um, McGonagall tells everybody that they're to go back to their common room and their heads of house are going to come and give them further instructions. However, she pulls Harry and Ron aside and Harry is wondering immediately how she could possibly suspect him to have done it this time when he was out on the pitch, but she doesn't take him to any office. She takes him to the hospital wing. Hey there. Right now you're listening to Swish and Flick. But with a switch and a flip, you could find yourself on an unexpected adventure. I'm Lane. And I'm Ez. And we're an unexpected podcast, talking Tolkien. We're just a couple of hobbits. Or a ranger and a wizard. Coming to you from the Shire of America. The beautiful state of Ohio. And you can join us on an epic reread of The Lord of the Rings and much, much more. Of course, after you're done swishing. And flicking. Check us out on iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. And on Instagram and Twitter at UpTalkinTolkien. And join our Facebook page and Unexpected Podcast to join the book club conversation and our fellowship. There's no telling where you'll be swept off to. We'll see you in the Shire. And remember, Frodo lives. Uh-oh. Why, guys? That's yellow. <laughs> because there was a double attack. Oh, thank you. A a six-year girl who Harry recognized was actually the Ravenclaw that him and Ron accidentally asked for directions when they were Crab and Goyle. And didn't we, didn't we question if that was Penelope Clearwater in that episode? I thought that we did, and this confirms that it was. It is. Um, but not just her. On another bed, guys. Hermione. I was so sad. Yeah, I remember being like, oh my god. Yeah. I think I jaw dropped on that. Yeah. I was sad yeah. that she wasn't dead. Whoa. <laughs> okay, She's Malfoy. Today. <laughs> so, both of them were found near the library, and they were found with a small circular mirror lying next to them, and McGonagall's like, do you guys know anything about this? And they're just like, no. I mean, Hermione does Hermione, right? So, who knows what she was up to. I don't know why she's got mirrors. I feel like this part in the book is like when you find out Hermione's petrified, it's so short. Like right after that, like they're in the common room. Like you don't even see like mm-hmm. I don't want to say grieving, but yeah. it's just like I don't know if they're just so shocked, like what else are you supposed to say about it? But it just feels very brief. I feel like they're shocked for sure. Yeah. Like I don't know. The one like cause in their eyes, the one person that was like really gonna help them figure it out is is Gone. Not gone, gone, but gone. Right. So, yeah, so now what? not able to help them. Mm -hmm. That's, like, soul-crushing. Yeah. Yeah. So, we cut immediately to Gryffindor Common Room, and McGonagall's reading um, all these new rules that all the Hogwarts students have to follow. So, all students have to return to their house common rooms by 6 o'clock in the evening. No student can leave their dormitory after that time. Um, all students have to be escorted to each lesson by a teacher. No student can use the bathroom unaccompanied by a teacher. And all further Quidditch training and matches are postponed, and there's no more evening activities. I do have a question. Maybe you're going to oh. ask it. No, I was just saying, like, how annoying that you can't even go to the bathroom by yourself. That's yeah. what, what I'm going to say, though. Take, like, a major... What if you have to poo? Like, what if you have diarrhea? Like, bad. Or you have the know. flu, and you have to fart. I don't know. Do they just stand outside the door or like? And where is the bathroom like for a lot of them? 
Well, if you have to go with a teacher, then I'm assuming that it's not in the common room or in, like, you know. I'm assuming that there is one in the common room, but, like, they're talking about if they have to use the restroom during classes classes or something, they have to be accompanied. Because I always assumed that they had, like, a bathroom and a shower and that kind of stuff, like, in their dorms. Yeah. Like, like a, like a dorm would, like, you know what I mean? Do you think... I always hit like when I was at Toledo, I had to leave my room to go to the yeah, so yeah, but did I... but what I'm saying, but you didn't have to leave like your dorm, you know, right? Like Parks Tower, like, had... like you wouldn't have Parks had Tower. to leave Gryffindor Tower, <laughs> right? But we know there's bathrooms right. outside the towers, obviously, because of Myrtle, right? Right. And yeah. those bathrooms don't that. have showers, so I would assume that there are like proper showers and everything like in their dorms. Can I just mm-hmm. say that I would be really annoyed if I had magic and I had to shower myself and I couldn't just have a spell. I don't know. I clean like, your body. I physically or like do the hair. I physically like having a shower. Like I would have to. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, but what if you didn't want one? Can't I just say, hey, no, bodyo cleano? I bet you there's a spell for it, but I bet you you also feel better when you have an actual shower, water washing the filth off your body. Shower. Yeah, like, it's it not. would be really cool if you could just, like, degreasify your hair with a spell. Dry like, shampoo Like, dry, I could save Yeah, dry time. shampoo Or, like, Lego Shavo. Yeah. You could probably have a spell or take, drink a potion that would make the hair stop growing on your body. Yes, that's what I or, want. Or, like, a lotion or salve. A lotion. You put it on once a month or something. I just don't keeps want to the shave hair anymore. The, that's, that's the real thing right here, guys. The spell, is, the spell is called Nair. <laughs> That's a bird. <laughs> I've never used it. Don't. It'll kill you. But anyway, do you think... Okay, so clearly you don't want these kids going off on their own, but do you think the bathroom rule is a rule specifically because last time someone was murdered in a bathroom when this was going on? I'm gonna say... Yeah. Like, maybe just, like, a little extra, like, you can't do it. Just don't mess around Probably. with it. Probably. Yeah. I mean, because they, they know what's up. They right. know what the skinny is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, if you think about it, they don't because they keep saying that the chamber's not real. That's true, but they know. But Dumbledore knows, and Dumbledore is probably the one making these rules. Well, I don't know because they didn't know it was the bathroom. But maybe you're going by the girl died in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alone, and so they're like, "Oh, you can't do that." Yeah, I don't know. I'm so. She also tells them that the school is probably going to be closed unless the culprit behind the attacks is caught. So this is exactly like what Harry saw in the diary with Riddle. And we do find out that that Ravenclaw girl was Penelope Clearwater because Percy's all shooken up about it. And George thinks it's because she was a prefect. And what monster would dare attack a prefect? But we know it's because they got a thing going on. Mm-hmm. Bow chicka Mm-hmm. Percy and Penelope. <laughs> so Ron wonders if anyone suspects Hagrid and Harry says well we should go talk to talk to him and he says I can't believe it's him this time but if he set if he set the monster loose last time he'll know how to get inside the chamber of secrets and that's a start so time to break out the invisibility cloak again getting in trouble so Harry's obviously gone wandering around the castle at night many times before but he mentions that he's never seen it this crowded at sunset there were teachers and prefects and ghosts marching up and down the corridors. Ghosts. Even the ghosts are in on this. 
Yes. I'm surprised that they are letting the prefix do this. Yeah, actually, that's a... Where's the head boy and head girl? They're not mentioned in this little paragraph. I'm yeah, also I'm sure. surprised <laughs> that ghosts don't know more about what's going on. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, the gray lady knew exactly where her mom's diadem was. If ghosts can go in and out of walls, wouldn't they have seen the chamber? Yeah, I would hope. You know, Myrtle's, <laughs> Myrtle's down in those pipes all the time. She's gotta know there's a chamber. Why wouldn't she say? She just wants people dead. That's true. Does anybody disagree with that? I think Myrtle, like, would love for Hermione to have, like, died, or Harry and Ron to yeah. have died in the chamber. Oh, she wanted Harry oh, yeah. to, so she could share the U-bend. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I thought it was, Ugh. I thought the part about this was funny, is when they're sneaking around in the invisibility cloak, Ron stubs his toe right by <laughs> Snape, but it says, yes. thankfully, Snape sneezed at almost exactly the same moment that Ron swore. <laughs> And they made you it safely what, out though, the front door. Every time I read that, I'm like, I can't picture Snape sneezing. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> you, you. That's, I just can't see him doing that. <laughs> what if he? What if he heard them and pretended to sneeze? Maybe. Ooh. Dear what if Joe, they knew? Does Snape what sneeze? If... I know that they like Dumbledore like told him like essentially like what Harry was for in the end or whatever. Like, egg for slaughter, right? What I, I know, I'm making very light of such a serious thing. Bacon. But yeah. what if Snape knew everything that had to happen, and Dumbledore somehow knew that these boys had to go and do this in the forest and let them go, and Snape heard them sneaking around, and he was like, achoo, I didn't hear you. I'm just letting them go. I like my theory. I'm sticking no, to it. No the way, way you say that makes me think of... Um, <laughs> Like in that play, a very Potter musical, like that Snape, he'd be like, "Achoo! Oh, sorry, <laughs> didn't mean to sneeze." No, yeah. I know uh, that's not true, but whatever. Or he was like, "Yeah, go ahead, sneak out and die." That's probably ah, that more sounds like more it. like it. So Ron and Harry are greeted by a very different kind of Hagrid than they're used to. He's aiming a crossbow at them. Yeah. So Hagrid seems agitated and that he's waiting for someone or something that's going to cause him harm or he, like, doesn't want them around. Um, he is fumbling to make them tea. He almost puts the fire out trying to make it. Keeps looking out the window. He then makes them tea but forgot gets to put the tea bags in it. Or I don't know if they use loose leaf. So um, it's just hot water. <laughs> Yum. Um, so they ask, Harry's like, have you heard about Hermione? And he's like, yeah, I heard. And he says it in, like, a way that not as suspicious but like he's like oh i definitely heard like people made it known like i heard um so he tries to give them some fruitcake right as he's about to give them a piece um there's suddenly a knock on the door they look panic-stricken oh no someone's gonna catch ron and harry out of bed so um, they hide themselves under the invisibility cloak and they go into a corner, even though nobody puts baby in a corner, but whatever. <laughs> and once Hagrid sees that they're actually hidden, he opens the door and walks Dumbledore and a man that we sh- learn shortly is Cornelius Fudge, the Minister of Magic. Himself. <laughs> Himself. He's Ron's dad's boss. Um, and he's the boss of many other people. <laughs> so he's wearing a pinstripe suit, a scarlet tie. Are you going to bing? Bong. He's wearing a long black cloak, 
pointed purple boots, and he's carrying a lime green boulder <laughs> under his arm. So he's there in bad business, Hagrid. Very bad business. I hear the movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The scene is so good in the movie, like almost yeah. verbatim. Yeah, he just doesn't look good. Very well. This is what I was going to say. If you think about it, because I don't know if we've discussed the colors on here, and I don't know if she says anything about lime, but in Disney, like, what is it? Evil. Evil. Um, Every villain is lime, and they all have lime. I was thinking about this when Lion King was on the other day, and I was looking at Scar's eyes. So he Mm -hmm. has that on. He's wearing a scarlet tie and the purple shoes. First of all, you probably look ridiculous. A right. B colors. So many purple colors, but think is about like this. for regal. So he's like minister, right? What is, so that's what does scarlet say? Anger? What does black say? Because you have to think about all these different colors and think about Fudge as a character. Yeah. He is an oniony Shrek kind of guy. He's got all these different layers to him. Because deep down, hate me if you want to, I think. Fudge was a good person that got caught up in politics and people pleasing. Mm. Whatever, kind say what schmuck. you want. Sounds yes. like a lot of politicians. But I think deep down at his core, he wanted to do what was right, but he really didn't have a means to do it or a way to go about it, and he didn't want to not please the people for face, because obviously everything he did was pretty much sucko. But think about <laughs> all the different layers to this guy and all these different colors. He is all those colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. I always wonder why it was so bizarre and like, but that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I like it a lot. I'm a genius. Yeah, you are. I'd I'd drop this mic if it was mine, but it's there. Back to business. So bad business. (laughs) There was so many attacks um, at the school. The minister needs to act. So Hagrid gets upset. He wants to know, wants it known that he would never. He's saying, I would never. You know, I would never. Um, so he'd never heard anyone, and Dumbledore throws all of his confidence besi- behind Hagrid, saying that um, he knows that Hagrid is innocent. Unfortunately, Hagrid's record is against him, um, and they have to make it look like they're doing something to stop these attacks. Because realistically, they how many months is it now that this stuff's been going on and they've done nothing? Uh, so like, well, it was four months since the last attack. Yeah, this one just happened. The double attack. It's been like almost. When was the first one? Halloween? No. Mm. Something like that. Something October, probably. I'm looking it up. Yeah, it was Halloween, wasn't it? Because it was Nicholas Flamel's, not Nicholas Flamel's, Nick, Nearly Headless Nick's um, death day party. Yeah, yeah. Norris, Mrs. Norris. It was. Yeah. It was October Yeah. So, I'm thinking, like, how many people actually know about this? Because then we hear from um, Draco saying that, like, not a lot of word has gotten out because... They're trying to probably cover it up. Hush it all up. Yep. So Fudge is under a lot of pressure, and if it turns out that Hagrid is not behind these attacks, then he will be returned. And Hagrid's like, what do you mean? Where am I going? Um, so we find out that Hagrid is going to Azkaban. Hello. Which is, like, a thought. Like, did he go there the first time? No. So, like, how many people know what happened the first time? And, like, it's interesting to think about. Who knows now all the stuff's going on? Like, how hush-hush have they been able to keep it? Did they tell the kids? parents that their kids were like sleeping for months in a coma basically uh, yeah but what about the kid like i get that the kids can write home to their parents but like how much did the school put out you know like, yeah right yeah i don't know well that's what i'm asking did they send out to the actual those students that were attacked parents 
how much do the public know? It's interesting to think because if you think about it, like I would be almost a concerned parent, not even a parent, but like a concerned citizen thinking like, what if whatever is attacking those kids gets out and start attacking other people? Yeah. Not in school. Yeah. Um, so there's a second knock at the door and Dumbledore answers it. Sadly, it is Lucius Malfoy bringing his log- love of Muggleborns and Dumbledore into Hagrid's hut. <laughs> so Lucius is his yeah. cheerful self talking down to Hagrid and basically making fun of his house. Um, so-, so Lucius is there looking for Dumbledore and was told that he was at Hagrid's hut. Um, Lucius has news from the governors of Hogwarts um, that all 12 are in agreement that it is time that Dumbledore stepped down. Fudge and Hagrid are outraged and think that Dumbledore stepping down is the worst thing that could happen to the school at this critical time. Dumbledore says if the governors want him to step down, then he will step down. However, said Dumbledore, speaking very slowly and clearly so that none of them could miss a word. I'm reading from the book if y'all didn't know. You will find that I will only truly have left this school when none here are loyal to me. You will always find that help will always be given at Hogwarts to those who ask for it. Famous words. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorite things. And it says, for a second, Harry almost was almost sure Dumbledore's eyes flicked towards the corner where he and Ron were stood hidden. Malfoy's like, yeah, whatever. Let's go. So Malfoy bows Dumbledore out of the hut and follows him. Hagrid goes to leave, but stops to say, how was your day? He's like, if anyone wanted to find out some stuff, all they'd have to do would to be to follow the spiders. That'd lead them right. That's all I'm saying. A little less poetic yeah. than uh, Dumbledore. <laughs> just, just a smidge. So Fudge stared at him in amazement. All right, I'm coming, said Haggard, pulling on his moleskin overcoat. But as he was about to follow Fudge through the door, he stopped again and said loudly, and someone will need to feed Fang while I'm away. I just like to add that part because you know he thought he thinks about his dog. His dog. So, Hagrid leaves. Fudge follows, and once the door to the hut is closed, Ron pulls the cloak off, saying, "With Dumbledore gone, there will be an attack a day." Bang! Howls at the closed door, and that's the end of the chapter. That hurts Ooh. my heart because all I think of is like Fozzie Bear being sad. Also, how terrified would you be if you were Hagrid? Let's just go right into it. Lightning bolt round. Oh my god! Would you I mean, pants? yeah, they'd have to take me kicking and screaming. Well, he'd be like, "I'm getting framed again," you know? Yeah, that sucks. Hey, that's double jeopardy. Well, this is what it that's says: true. "Take me," said Hagrid, who was trembling. "Take me where?" And he croaked, not Azkaban. Croaked, like a flug. Yeah, it's not double jeopardy because it's a different time. Same difference though. Sorry, you all y'all me like I people, know. I don't know law. I don't commit no crimes. I'm not great. Did you hear what I just said? No, what'd you say? (laughs) I'm dumb. I thought you were talking about the show, not like Double Jeopardy. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I have to admit that I also thought you were talking about the show. (laughs) Tiffany, I had you. I understood you. What is going on? I I just want I wanted to know like the timeline when it happened the first time. With Hagrid getting expelled, we know it was the very end of school, and he didn't get in trouble because the Hagrid or not Hagrid Dumbledore um, convinced Dippet to keep him on and train him. So, like in an alternate universe, let's say Hagrid really was the culprit and he was the one that was setting these things. That... So you let a student that for years, fifty years, was 
you know, accused of attacking to the point where someone died. And he's still at the school. But he can't do magic. Well, okay, he can't do magic, but yeah, he can. But they don't. That ain't just no but ordinary umbrella. I wanna. I. It's just interesting to me that didn't really get. So like, how well, much were they like, telling people this time around? What year was he? It was in 1943. I think that it happened, wasn't it? I think he was only oh, 13. He was the third year. Yeah, he was the third year. Okay, so he's pretty young. So it's not like he's like a 16 or 17 year old. You know. You know what I mean? Look at this. I don't have everything on here yet. She is like she's Ravenclaw out with these dates. <laughs> She's got I a did. whole list of dates. Not that this has anything to do with um, being on topic, but I figured out that so the Fantastic Beasts movies end in 1945, and that's the year that um, Tom Riddle graduates from um, Hogwarts. Fun fact. Do you think Fun they have fact. a ceremony? We never get to see it. They have to. I would assume they do. Also, that um, Bill we- it was Bill the oldest. Bill Weasley's born the year that the Marauders and Lily and Snape and all of them start Hogwarts. Oh, all right. Any more lightning bolt rounds? What do we got going on here? Hmm. What do you think that? How do you think he threatened those teachers? We don't know this yet, but I'm just thinking. How how do you think he got them to write those? He probably teachers? has dirt on their family that he said he would like tell people about. I'm gonna throw water on it, make it all muddy. <laughs> oh, what do you guys think? That's my guess. Instead of spiders, what would you rather follow? Well, they didn't even answer your question. I, I mean, is it really a question? Yes. I would think. I would think that Lucius probably like um probably threatens to like get rid of their job or something. I think he would well, just yeah. straight up threaten their lives. He, they know he's a dangerous dude. Yeah, that too. Dangerous dude. He's a double D. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I think he's that dangerous. I don't think he would scare me. Delicious? Yeah. He's a schmuck. Like, he's like the one that's like, I'll talk, no action. Yeah, but he's powerful yeah. at this moment in time. He's a yeah. he's a head leader at this moment in time. Yeah, he's a, this is this is his prime. Yeah, this is the his moment. Died. I think that what talking about that? his power in this situation... As opposed to his power with, like, Voldemort is very different. Oh, yeah. Because his power here really has nothing to do with his, like, guts, but has to do with his influence in terms of money and wealth. Yes. Tiffany. I'm just saying, like, Lucius's power, like, going with his power is, at this point, like, high. Mm -hmm. And Voldemort returns. Plummets. Plummets. Just plummets. Yeah, agreed. Not talking baby Foldy. I'm talking we're back real body graveyard guy. Yep. He yep, was yep, a baby yep. in the graveyard. I said real body. <clears throat> Babies have real bodies. <laughs> Should have put that baby in the corner. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Just breaking drums one drum at a time, guys. Sorry about that. Um. Okay, what did you say? Follow what? What would you rather follow besides spiders? Something Anything. Creepy. Oh, creepy. Worms. <laughs> you would take forever <laughs> to get anywhere. Um creepy? Bats. Ugh. Ooh, oh yeah, bats. I would follow bats. Getting places fast, guys. I would say mice because they probably go quick. Echolocation. 
Okay, but like when we get to the end of following these things, are they going to be giant? So would I have to face a giant worm? <laughs> yeah. So okay. So maybe Hers I would go with way mouse better, as well. Katie. <laughs> Why is just a giant worm? What's it going to do? They have teeth. Uh-huh. Could wrap like around you heart. like a python. Pull out that sword of Gryffindor. Pull a Neville. Boom. You ain't got no sword. You don't lady. know. Neither one of you do, actually. I pull out, I pull out my oh. cup. I'm talking to those two. Yeah, you hit him over the head with that cup. Yeah. <laughs> you can figure out which end is that. Have you ever uh-huh. seen what a honey badger can do? Guys, <laughs> <laughs> Fozzie Bear's here. Yay! All right, what other lightning bolt round questions do we have? I kind of asked a few along the way in mine. Um, Did you have broken the rules and gotten out? Gotten out of what? Being, like, brought everywhere. Oh. Dude, if I had to go, you know, I'd want to go alone, so probably. <laughs> um, as a teacher, Tiffany, how do you feel about chaperoning kids from everywhere? Oh, do you do that anyways, though? No, but, uh, well, I, in, my, in the building that I'm at now, I don't have to because we have bathrooms in our rooms so that's like super convenient um but like at at other schools where the bathrooms are like in the hallways you'd have to take like your whole class down oh like have a bathroom break and stand there like a couple of times a day yeah, yeah. but then you would have like a pass to send them so yeah. i assume they did like the whole they we probably did had times during the day where they had to go and then like but, like, who's taking them? Yeah. McGon- is McGonagall taking everybody in Gryffindor Tower? You know what I'm saying? I, about- I think that there's bathrooms in Gryffindor Tower. I f- Well, yeah, I totally yeah. agree. But can you picture, like, the seventh years who are, like, getting walked to the bathroom by Snape? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or or what, if, what if they are seven years and they're trying to get a little freaky with their friend in the bathroom? And they have to, like, be sneaky about it. Room of requirement. Um, yeah, but they still sneak. <laughs> like, think of how easy it is for Harry to like sneak around if him and Jenny wanted to get freaky with it. Where like other students don't have those luxuries of having an invisibility cloak. <laughs> I don't know oh, but again, him and Jenny can like. She's a Gryffindor, but at the same time, her brother's in the room. So There's that's kind so of... much happening. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, that you're. We have to get technical this. with this. <laughs> Things oh, to boy. think about. I don't know, man. Any other questions, or should we go to the fan story? Fan story. Fan story. So this one comes from. I'm gonna totally butcher your name, Jana Peltacongas. Yes, it's a really cool looking <laughs> last name, but I just can't speak. We don't. We don't know how to speak. Okay, so. My Harry Potter story started with my mom reading the first book to me after we borrowed the book from my older cousin when I was seven. Ding. This was when the first six books were already out and the first four movies, so I guess you can say I was a bit late to the party. But hey, I was seven. I wasn't even born when the first book came out, so can you blame me? That's crazy. I missed a seven. I'm sorry. I'm not good at the bell. I'm no, sorry. you're fine. You're fine. It's okay. <laughs> Needless to say, I became obsessed. I used to spend recess in elementary school running around the school with a stick pretending it was a wand and that I was Hermione Granger. My mom read a chapter for me every night before I went to bed, and after every book, we watched the movie. When we got about halfway into the fourth book, my obsession became overwhelming, and I just had to know what would happen next. So I started reading the books on my own, and my mom and I kept separate bookmarks in the book and competed in who could finish it first. 
Now I've read the series multiple times, listened to a bunch of different Harry Potter podcasts, including yours, of course, and I'm just as in love with it as I was when my mom first read it to me 11 years ago. Cute. I love that. Yeah, me too. I love, like, okay, so a lot of my experience being the age I am is, like, a lot of people I know are like, yeah, I grew up with it. I was 11 when they were 11, and, mm-hmm, like, that's yeah. that's what I know. So to hear someone who wasn't even born when the book came out and, like, they still love it because their mom brought it to them. Like, that's what I hope to do with our kids, you know? Definitely. <clears throat> so it's really cool to see that relationship and to, like, see that they shared a book and, like, had different bookmarks. That's super cute. Mm-hmm. I hope, like, neither of you spoiled it for the other because that's... Meg spoils some things for me. Sorry. I still love yeah. you. It's okay. Love you. <laughs> but thank you very much for sharing your story. Super cute. Mm-hmm. I love that. His other project time. Shameless plugs. Yeah. Shameless plugs. Tiff, do you want to go first? Sure. So you can also find me on a podcast called Box Trick. It is all about video games, and um, they cover everything from PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo. And I am on the Nintendo portion, currently doing a playthrough of the OG Pokemon games. Um, red and blue. I am playing blue. See, I'm so bad. Um, Matt Brady is playing red, and we're Uh, going... Pardon? (laughs) We're going gym by gym. Um, and it's just, it's kind of like a little walkthrough, playthrough information about each Pokemon. It's, it's pretty epic. I'm also on a podcast called Rebel Watch with, uh, my friend Ezra Kirk. And Michael Canterbury does stuff, but he and I haven't recorded together yet. Michael, I know you listen to Swish and Flick. <laughs> I'm waiting for the day, my friend. Let's podcast. Anyways, Ezra and I are going through a journey through Star Wars. We're getting uh, deep and sweaty and going movie by movie. Sweet. That's my stuff. Schwing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Katie and I have a couple other projects as well. We have a vlog on YouTube called Main Street Nine and Three Quarters. And right now it's kind of morphed because we don't have any plans to go to Florida. So we're not, I know, so we're not getting any more Florida footage for a while. So we've kind of turned it into an Ohio bucket list, um, channel. So we're going to like try and go and do all the fun things in Ohio because I feel like Whenever These are things you, we've always wanted to do. Yeah, and like when you live in a state, you don't always explore your state enough. So we wanted to get deep and sweaty with Ohio and go to those places <laughs> and check them out. So right now it's going to be a lot of that, but it's also going to document um, a lot of parts of our trip over to Scotland and England. And then Florida when we go again. And We're actually stuff. discussing Halloween Horror Nights because they just announced Stranger Things as one of the houses. And I'm like... I must be there. So, last plug. (laughs) Yeah. Me and Meg also have a Disney podcast called Grown Up Kids, and we are going through the movies, animated, live action, hybrid, uh, chronologically, and just analyzing them, finding fun facts, learning more about it. It's real cool. Today, the episode for Bambi came out, so while if you're listening to this... Oh, yeah. (laughs) You can also go and listen to the episode on Bambi. Mm Mm-hmm. Bambi makes me cry. Oh, I know. I've seen it one time. 
Fun what? fact, fun fact that I'm going to share with you guys that I'm also going to share on the Grown Up Kids podcast. Bambi was supposed to be Walt's second animated film, but it took so long to animate, it didn't come out until his fifth animated film. Holy shnikes. Yeah. So, fun facts with Megan over on Grown Up Kids. There you go. Go listen. It's my turn. It's your turn. Go ahead. You do it. My um, other plug slash projects is I'm planning on taking over the world. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you were Florence. To donate to the uh, Sarah takes over the world fund. Contact us at. Do you want to? Do you want to be my friend? Do you want to help me take over the world? One Florence friend at a time. No, oh, I'm not man. on any other podcast because you know what? I'm true to this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nobody wants to talk to me. <laughs> so if you would like Sarah on your podcast, <laughs> don't because she's ours. Back off. <laughs> you pay enough, I'd go. Oh my oh my I'll, I'm willing to relocate. House my plans for world domination. Okay, but but we get to keep rights to Florence. Sorry. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh no no no! <laughs> Florence has been and always will be with me and me. Florence me. is my past, present, <laughs> and future. <laughs> this got really weird. Really fast. <laughs> She's my second child. I would say Suzanne is my first. Oh, oh Suzanne. I've even. Bud's the third. You're lucky we are, what is this, 37 episodes deep into this podcast, because if you would have went there on the first one, people would have been like, what? Bye. People, people say, say that now, and I'm like, I literally don't mean to sound crazy, but she's got like she's got a personality of her she's own, person, you know? Guys. I love it. Like uh, Robin Williams in uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. He does all the voices for the cartoons. Yeah. That's you. Could be. Could be. Could be. All right. Well, on that note, uh, that concludes this week's episode. So thank you so much for listening and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing. Just my voice. <laughs> Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.